So a common um, a common Hollywood theme these days seems to be zombies. We've seen, at least I've seen, Twenty Eight Days Later, World War Z. Um, you know, there's several several movies out there where these zombies basically just emerge from nowhere and take over the earth, and it's naturally very scary because I mean, who's not afraid of zombies, right? I mean, we know what zombies are known for. Now, let's flip that script a little bit. Instead of zombies emerging from holes in the ground and houses and coming out and running all over the place, what if they were tarantulas? Is that as scary? Maybe? Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, welcome to TDI Live. Um, this is episode number 11. Today is October 16th, 2019. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And I'm Heather. And you are listening to Tide Eyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of Tide Iguana. Um, I'll kind of give you the, the rundown checklist of what's gone down in the last seven days and what's coming up in the next seven days. Uh, so this last weekend, Stephanie and myself went to the NARBC show in Tinley Park. And uh, Bill and I used to do that together back in the day. Yes, it was fun. And uh, I'm trying to decide who I'm more reckless with at Tinley, you or Stephanie. Um, you talking about as, <laughs> as far as buying stuff? I was talking about partying. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I party, but I didn't drink. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's yeah, that's really all, all I was doing. I was walking around with a bottle of Southern Comfort. Yeah, uh, just trying to get people to do shots. And I think the earliest shot I got was was it about seven forty a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, Stephanie's sitting in the room. She's not mic'd up, but I'm uh, sure that. Do you know who it was with? You know this person. Nothing, Debbie. Oh, <laughs> she resisted, of course. And I knew she would. So. I was going to say, I could see a lot of people not resist and stand in lines for shots <laughs> at 7 o'clock in the morning. So uh, she's, she's like, is it cold? Is it warm? You know, I answered all, checked every box. And then the final check, Stephanie said, Debbie, I'll do one too. And then it began. I did, um, I, I probably shouldn't call people out, but it was a lot of fun. So you, see, um, I wasn't, you said Southern Comfort. Yeah. I never was a Southern Comfort drinker. It was just too sweet for me. You're more me. of a Northern Comfort, one of those Union yeah, whiskeys. Yeah, and I, Jack, <laughs> I was more... Wild turkey was my yeah. whiskey. Yeah, when I drink whiskey. Turkey juice. <laughs> gobble, gobble. I love wild turkey. Yes. Heather, what's your favorite whiskey? I don't drink whiskey. Yeah, I know you'd say that. <laughs> I, don't drink, I don't drink either. I don't drink whiskey. When I drank, I, it was wild turkey. I haven't had wild turkey in a while. That's always been my whiskey of choice. Um, well, I should take that back. That's like my um, consumable whiskey of choice. Like, if you're looking for that cheap whiskey that you run around a reptile yeah. show with, giving out shots. And I like scotch too wild turkey's coming back so anyway we're at the tenley show um we did pick up a baby albino burmese python uh this is potentially going to be aphrodite's replacement we waited a year to find something wild and unique and ended up going with an albino berm again um but they we didn't figured, have any other morphs there? man there, there's other stuff there but the problem is we can't find just the one so here was my rationale let's get another albino berm they grow quick. Let's just get something in the rotation. And then if yeah. for some reason it doesn't work out or we find something else, then we'll find a new home for the berm. Yeah. Um, and it's a male, so he'll stay much smaller. He'll st- top out at 12 foot, whereas Aphrodite was just out of control. Yeah, she was <laughs> over 14. Yeah, I she think. was big. And uh, his name is Hercules. So 
Right now he's a baby. He's in our demo area. Um, we won't start using him for probably about a month. We'll probably give him about a good month to get acclimated, and then we'll just start using him now, get him used to hands. Um, so that was Tenley. Uh, I mean, nothing else really exciting. Oh, we got some cool bugs. Yeah. We got some millipedes and other bugs. Stop yeah. in and see those. Um, this upcoming weekend, we've got our pumpkin patch. Uh, this is the third annual. So pumpkins get delivered tomorrow. We've got 250 of them coming. They're like a cantaloupe-sized pumpkin. I like the word cantaloupe. Hmm. Remember that song, uh, The Antipope? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I might have to see if you can get... You probably can't put a clip of that in here. Oh, it's nope. so funny. It's, it's copyright. It's, yeah. Well, I think Zlad you're allowed up to 15 seconds, but I'm not sure. But he that. says, uh, like a lion kills an antelope. Yeah. Like a hammer hits a cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I, I would say they're either... They're nor Norwegian. They're Slavic. Well, I see, guess. I wondered if North- they were really Slavic, or was this like some dude from Tennessee just being an asshole? It could and- be. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it was so hilarious. I mean, it was so stupid, it was hilarious. So look up Zlad. Z-L-A-D. I think that was it, Zlad. But, and like, there are some... They like, anti-pope and supersonic. Yeah, electronic. I, yeah, I think I remember that one, too. <laughs> oh, man, those are the days. Um, I don't know how we got here. Oh, yes, the pumpkins. They're the yes. size of a cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> like a hammer hits a cantaloupe. I can't. Okay. Maybe we get an antelope-sized pumpkin. An antelope-sized cantaloupe. Yeah. A cantaloupe the size of an antelope. Does a male antelope have a set of cantaloupes? <laughs> I would. Maybe. Do they have the brain the size of a cantaloupe? Would an antelope elope? Probably like to softball. marry another cantaloupe. Wait, antelope. Do cantaloupes marry antelopes? Oh man. I don't even know what I would do with an antelope. Now the word sounds weird. When you say a word enough, you know? Yeah, antelope. 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 I remember you guys were talking about getting a wallaby way back in the Oh, we did almost buy that wallaby. Yeah. Um, Yeah, pumpkins. So this Saturday, uh, 10 to 1, there is a Facebook event, so you can go on there and check it out. But bring your child up. They can come in costume if they would like, and they get a free cantaloupe-sized antelope pumpkin. And and, um, they can keep it. Or if they want, they can carve it and paint it, and they'll bring it back the next Saturday, and we will have a contest where they can win some gift cards and cool stuff and trophies. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what's going on at Tide-Eye. Is there anything else fun going on here that you guys want to point out to the masses? Mm-hmm. We've got, we got some new plants in. Um, we got some new carnivorous plants in. We've got the resurrection plants in. Yeah, the, so the resurrection plants. So these are kind of fun. Did I tell you guys what Stella said? No. Stephanie, can I tell the story? Sure. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> um well then i won't tell the story i'll save it so so the resurrection plant is like a what is it is it like a evergreen and it's ever brown? a i read on the back it's a uh sagenella or some type oh, of i know what that is what the hell is a sagenella <laughs> it's just I don't, it's, it's a just a plant. plant yeah it's a plant that <laughs> retains you know i mean it could withstand many many years of Dormancy. Bone dry dormancy. Years? I would huh. say yes. I would say yes. Yeah, years. I don't Com- know how many, but bone dry for years. That's. I know of, a couple people like that's that. That's kind of what the packaging <laughs> looks like. I could name a couple. Um, so the resurrection plant is basically dead, and uh, well, it appears dead. It's dormant, yes. and then you water, it and it comes back to life. So there have been allegations. That Stephanie can't keep plants alive. Now, keep in mind, allegations are false. You know, you're innocent until proven guilty. So, I don't know if this is true. But my daughter seems to think it's true. So, 
my daughter was asking, you know, dad, what, what is this ball of dead plant? And I was like, well, Stella, it's a resurrection plant. You water it and it comes back to life. And she goes, well, you might as well give mom one of those now. <laughs> Cause, uh, it's already dead. Stephanie shown Bill a video. Um, picture. Oh, yeah, what they look it's like. It's a, uh, what is this picture? It says survive years of neglect and drought conditions. So, so it's a fern-like plant. So these allegations, maybe Stephanie just has a lot of sagellaria in the house. Sagenella. Oh. Sagenella. <laughs> Salmonella. Sagenella. Can you get salmonella from a sagenella? I guess if you rubbed it through tortoise poop. I like sagellaria <laughs> better because it rhymes with malaria. <laughs> you can get malaria from sagellaria and salmonella from sagenella next to the cantaloupe. Yes. So, so yeah, we got some new uh, saginella plants. Those are pretty neat. Um, cool. So let's talk a little bit about these tarantulas. Um, you know, we talked about in the beginning. Heather, you've got that story. Okay. So uh, every every summer, as summer comes to an end in uh, uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area in California, so the, the tarantulas, they come out of hiding uh, because it's their mating season. But because it's been so dry and stuff there so so long, the the time has been extended, so they're just now emerging. So people have been seeing all these male tarantulas, like, running around on hiking trails and everything and searching for female tarantulas. And... So it is kind of like zombies. It's a bunch yeah, of horny yeah. men. If you see some of the videos, I mean, it's there's swarms of them. Really? Yeah. What, is it various species, or is it one particular I, it's species? It's probably just a couple different species. Yeah, yeah they have um, different species there, yeah. I'm I just didn't sure. know if this was like specific to one species of tarantula, or if it's like Snake Road, where you've got everything. It's probably, I would say, you know, whatever species are in that area. Because I know they have like the, uh, kind of like the Texas Brown. Yeah. Probably some similar to that. I'm not actually familiar with tarantulas from, I know there's a couple different species. It's probably the... Uh, like the Arizona Blondes, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably um, that one. Or the San Francisco Fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Southern Californian red-eye hair <laughs> flinger. <laughs> I'm not good at coming up with common names. I can come up with Latin all day long, like those Salaginaria malaria tarantulas. The pink-frilled fairy tarantula? <laughs> yeah, see, that was pretty good. <laughs> Um, so now what about the females that were the females out too? Or are they like in hiding and the males are like digging holes trying to find I think the them? females stay burrowed in their burrow and the males go looking. Yeah. And then they do the, you know, the mating. They yeah. do like basically drum beats. Like they, each species have their own little rhythm and stuff. And then either the female will be receptive or the male will get eight. I think, uh, when we, uh, taught our last session of snake school, I think I had a video that we showed during the bug section that showed that. I don't really recall, though. So um, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area right now, aside from the fact that there's wi uh, the wildfires in San Francisco area. I think they're I more think north. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, could in... be, I could be wrong because so, Cal- this is a time of year where they get a lot northern. of winds and stuff. And uh, yeah, You're screwed no matter where you are in California. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's more central and northern California that gets the, the fires. But I, d- I do know – well, I don't know. I think San Francisco is – ain't that mid about mid-state? The most uh, west I've been is... I guess I've been to Vegas. I don't know. Don't challenge my geography. Yeah, I'm not good at... This is one of those things where you walk out on the street and you're like, uh, do you know where San Francisco is in California? Like, what position? This is wildly embarrassing. Let's move on. I know. I just don't want to share it because you guys don't know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
hey, did you hear about, um, speaking of California, did you hear about the power company killing power to like yes. over a million people? Did you hear why? Yeah, because they want to prevent the forest, forest fires. fires. Well, it's a little bit deeper than that. And this this is hilarious. I love this. this I is heard like another thing. Biggest F this would be this would be really good on the uh, conspiracy, conspiracy thing, corner. So. Well, <laughs> yeah. but hold that thought then. Yeah, keep going. So um, supposedly last year that the power company was blamed for the start of the fires because some lines went down. Yeah, I, I don't know if they ended up getting sued or had to pay a fine, but either way, they were they got blamed fined quite a bit because their lines got blown down in the wind. So. Fast forward one year later, super dry conditions, and they've got, like, some serious winds moving in. Mm-hmm. So those dudes cut the power to, like, damn near the whole city. And then everyone's pissed off, and it's like, wait, wait, wait. We so, got, yeah, yeah. We, we were blamed last year, so right. F you. We're going to you know. try to prevent it from well, Yeah, we're going to prevent year. it, and while well, you guys have no power for a week. And the whole thing is. It's hilarious. Um, you can't have Cal- your cake and eat it, too. California had something where they couldn't, they were prevented from cutting the trees. Oh, really? It was some kind of law to preserve the forest, so they were... So what I heard, they just were not allowed to cut the trees so back. Of fuel. Like here, you know, like I mean, there's like where a power line goes through. I mean, it's, it's you know a couple hundred feet yeah. on either side. And uh, well, but yeah, they're if you bitch and moan about something and then they fix it, don't bitch and moan about the solution. Yeah, pal, there's a like, like you said, there's millions of people getting shut that off. Don't vote. And then, yeah, it was over a million. All right, so um, we got a reptile myth I want to talk about today. Um, the myth is all reptiles and amphibians enjoy being held. That's kind of an interesting one on the sales floor we see a lot. And uh, I hate to kind of burst people's bubble, but yeah. I don't know. I guess this is really a matter of opinion because we won't really know if a reptile enjoys being held unless you could be like, hey, enjoy yeah. being held. And I don't know. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on it? Do I you think, think reptiles enjoy it, like look forward to it like a dog would. I would say no. I think people just kind of read into it that that's kind of what... You know, and some do because they like attachment. the war- they like they like the warmth of your body temperature and stuff. Um, you know, like bearded dragons, they'll sit on your lap for for hours. But why is Same that? Is that was... because they enjoy it? Is it because they don't have the mental capacity to like? There's like oh, the, that's what we do is sit. Yeah, I see. I don't know, and it's it's different with. Sit. You know, you wouldn't be able to do that with say like a uh, an anole. Anole, yeah, because it'd be, it'd be zipping awesome. off. Yeah, I don't, it's really hard to say. I don't think that they... I don't think they enjoy it. Not like a dog or a cat or whatever. I guess it depends how you define enjoy. Are they tolerant? Absolutely. But in my personal opinion, and this is just my opinion, um, reptiles eat, sleep, and poop. Like, they are survivalists. That's what they want to do. Kind of like Bill, a survivalist. Eat, sleep, poop, hoard, guns, and ammo. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't had ammo delivered here in a while. No, I've been picking it up at the gun shows. Yeah, for a minute there, it's just like... Jesus, well, TDI you pay armory. cash for it. There's no record of it. Yeah. So I would say, you know, when it comes to a reptile and handling, you know, obviously handle it within reason. You've got to pay attention to the animal's body language. If it's trying to bite you or get away or acting stressed out, it's probably not a good idea. And amphibians, in particular, um, we always recommend at tie dye that you don't handle them. Yeah. Um, they absorb through their skin, and what they absorb off of your skin isn't necessarily ideal. Now, yes, there are people that'll put on like nitrile gloves to yeah. do it. That can be done obviously but i would say with an amphibian you should just plan on keeping handling to a minimum yeah cool and then there's some amphibians if you know you can absorb their toxins through your skin and you know things could not be so good yeah Hmm. so so uh don't hold amphibians so um 
yeah, we, we got uh, the infamous conspiracy moment. I have something, unless you want to talk about your wildfire. No, no. You, you... I wanted to talk about, we started last week touching on Flat Earth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Now, those of you that heard the conspiracy moment last week, you'll notice there was a shift in audio. Um, our audio file got screwed up, but luckily we were doing a live feed on Facebook, so we were able to pull the audio from that. So if you noticed that last week, it's uh, that's why. Uh, I just felt like I needed to explain that. Yeah. But uh, we had started, like, we, uh, we didn't intend to talk about Flat Earth. We were talking UFO, and then it moved yeah. to Flat Earth. And I know I poke fun at you about <laughs> well, it's cause I. What are your thoughts? Flat Earth, yay or nay? I'm on the fence about it, and How I try to I try fence? to looking at you know research and something. I try to look at both sides, and then I kind of try to make my own um, evaluation out of that. And I see I see good points on both sides, and it, but it's like I've never been up there. I've never you know I've never been to space. You know you who's know, been to space? I've never been Grace's to space. Face. Base physically. So, I mean, I don't <laughs> People know. People don't know who Grace is. I digress. Don't be mean. But well, no, it's, it's just, it rhymes with Grace. I know. So you like, like to, to rhyme that. stuff with their name. It's a great one. So, just because you've never been to outer space, <laughs> I try yeah. not to do it. It's because you've never been to outer space, you're going to, I mean, like, I've been in an airplane, and I can tell you there's a curvature of the Earth. Yeah. And now you say the whole fisheye lens thing. I mean, are you, are you suggesting that there's fisheye lenses in, like, every airplane window? Well, no, not necessarily, but the... Like, how do some we explain the, the curvature? Some of the... It's a flat curve? Well, see, I've seen some where they say that there is no curve. Well, there's a curve. And then I've seen some where they they show um, Mother Earth has the curve, curves. but they show different things around it. And there's the one has a rope, and it's like the rope is is curved. And it's like, okay, well, the rope should be straight, but it's curved. And they were that's what they were showing through a fish eye lens, what it, what it looks like. And they, they were pointing out, you know, the different uh, anomalies in it, like, you know, like the ropes curved and, you know, yeah, it looks like there's a curvature, but you know, this, this, and this is, you know, wrong and stuff like that. But, um, I don't really, uh, so let's assume the earth is flat for a moment because you've probably thought about this more than I have. What, what is underneath it? See, that's, there's a, that's a whole nother thing called the hollow earth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the hollow earth, but that's not a flat earth theory. That's a round earth that's hollow on the inside, right? Well, I don't... Are you saying the flat earth could be hollow? In which case, what is the... Yes. How thick is it? <laughs> yeah, how thick Yeah, I mean, it. Earth. this goes down so many different rabbit holes. Let's, Tell me about hollow earth. This is really interesting. Hollow earth was... Um, I like this theory. There was... Uh, I hope this Admiral is Byrd. He was a... Um, well, didn't he work with Colonel Pigeon? He went to... <laughs> Antarctica, I think it was. But anyway, he anyway, supposedly he supposedly flew in this cave and he said that the earth was hollow. It was more it was almost like a Wait, he flew in the cave? Like what like a helicopter? In a in a in a airplane. He flew an airplane into a in, cave. Into this giant cave in Antarctica. Okay. And he said it was lush, green, warm, all this other stuff. But um it's weird because Antarctica is locked down militarily. Yeah. I mean, you cannot go down there, and it, it's like, okay, well, why? And they were talking about like there's giant, there's well, race it's of giants down nobody's there. Nobody's jurisdiction either, right? Yeah, and I yeah. guess they yeah, made that beings years ago and... that you know it, it was neutral and no country could claim it or whatever. So 
I, there's a lot of... But then uh, that begs the question, if it's neutral territory, yet A, military or militaries are locking it down. Right. A, who makes that decision? Because now it's it's not neutral. You know, if the United right. States you know, military is locking it down or the Russian military... Well, I think it's pretty much all militaries locking it down yeah, for whatever so reason. Zimbabwe's there's stuff got their down guys there. over there. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but there's something down there that they do not want us to... The normal public to see. Yeah. Because I think one of the... Maybe it's a wormhole. The more famous... From a worm. Astronauts. I can't remember his name, but supposedly he went down there and he saw... Oh, that would have been Astronaut Sparrow? (laughs) No, I think it was... um, Sorry, it's the whole bird thing. Man, I can't... Admiral Bird. It was one of the first guys that went... Yeah. That supposedly landed on the moon. Yeah. (laughs) Then there's that. Yes. Who took the picture? Oh, gosh. That's a whole nother... That's... Because uh, Stanley Kubrick did all that. Yeah, Stanley. Yeah, yeah he's a he's a good guy. Stanley Kubrick's all right. Well, he's in my dead book. now. Well, I would take him to. You know, he died not too long after he made Eyes Wide Shut. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, we were talking about Eyes he, Wide Shut the other day. Yeah, he. Uh, that's another conspiracy. They think that he let too much inf- information out. Oh, really? On the secret societies and stuff like that. It was just a big sex party. That's not really a secret. Yeah, but there's more... Have you seen that movie, Heather? No. ...that goes into it um, Yeah. than just swapping wives and... Well, they weren't even swapping. They were wearing masks. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, completely anonymous and... Right. I don't know. It was I've seen bits one. and pieces. I've never seen the whole movie. It's a weird one. It's cool, though. I it... know that there was a prostitute that ended up saving... Um, well, yeah. Saving him for whatever reason, and she ended up getting murdered or... Yeah, I can't weird. exactly what it was, and... But yeah, I just so it, it was it was part of a Stanley Kubrick um, documentary, and they had talked about that. So, what do you think's underneath the flat Earth? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it's uh... China? <laughs> what they so, say if you dig down to China, you know if you okay. dig deep All right, enough, so I can I can you, you could dig to China. That's I what, can roll with this. So <laughs> China is cute. underneath. So this flat Earth must obviously so then spin. that would be that would be round if if. We could well, dig, and it would be come out at China. Well, so why would it be right? You it could, could be dig a through, cube. It could be a cube, or yeah. I'm visualizing it as like a uh, like a wafer. A wafer, yeah. Like, uh, what, remember those? You know those wafer yeah. cookies? Those wafer ones that are that... so delicious, but so dry. Yeah. Dry and delicious, deliciously dry wafers. What kind of what are those called? I don't remember. Mm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the grocery store after this and be like, "Can you point me in the direction of your deliciously dry?" Well, I think it's more of a cookie. Yeah, it's, it's more of a cookie. It's I'd like say. that thin, like it's really thin and carbohydrate it's substance. It's crunchy and it's yeah. got like a cream esque in the middle. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. I think I if I give if that I've description, I'll know exactly what I'm looking for. I don't know if I've had those. Yeah, I used to call them Bills, Bill Foxes, <laughs> kind of light and crunchy and creamy in the center. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, all right, so I think that we have solved the mystery of flat Earth. Who knows? Maybe I mean, not. honestly. Oh, here he goes again. We just, I mean. My, my concern is the edge. So if you can travel around the earth, at some point you should see an edge. There should be a 90 degree angle. Yeah, well, flat. I mean, there's report of a giant ice wall. Yeah. And it's. It's a Game of Thrones thing, like, isn't it? Like I said, yeah, there's, there's like just. It. But where, but this ice wall would have to run, you know, top to bottom, pole to pole. Yeah, but uh, a circular. Well, but the oh wait, but the circular. Well, yeah. If the if the earth if the earth was flat, 
Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like, see, it's like a, it's round, but it's flat. And so you're saying like, it's a disc. Pretty much. It's round. Well, I'm not, not saying spherical. that. This, I'm just saying what. So it's not a wafer. Some of the other. It's a vanilla wafer. Those are discs. No, I like yeah. vanilla wafers. I've had those. Are they, they're called Nilla wafers, aren't they? There's like no V. I think Nilla. so, yeah. Who That's messed that one name. up? That's the trade name. Did somebody like mistype it and like, oh, fuck it, we're rolling with it? It's like Q-Tip. That's the trade name. I wonder how that came about. Q-Tip. Somebody Tip. needed to clean their ears. Q-Tip. And I guess a pencil was... I like that noise. I guess a pencil was too dangerous. Tip. But they say... You're not supposed to stick anything in your ear larger than your elbow. Or smaller, than, elbow. smaller, <laughs> smaller than your elbow. I've got Sorry. this tire. <laughs> I won't stick it in my ear because it is bigger than my elbow. It's oh not my smaller God. than your elbow. What about your little finger? I don't know. I heard you're not supposed to stick What's it. your ear cleaning finger? Do you have one that you cover? I use Q-tips. Tip. Yeah. Cotton swabs. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Stephanie got ear candled the other day. That was you ever see one of those? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, that was gross, and it looked fairly dangerous. Her head did not catch on fire though. Well, the ones I seen were pretty long. And I don't what know are we're... we talking about right now? I Flat don't Earth. know, okay. man. Hey, Flat Earth and <laughs> candles in your ears. Let's move on to our game. We've completely. I, I, I don't know. Even... We just is... you've gone past going down Who... the rabbit hole. Yeah, whoever listens oh to this, gosh. I hope you're drinking because <laughs> it would this... be. I don't even know. Um, this is going to be a two-hour podcast. That's okay. So they progressively Heather, keep getting longer and longer. So Q-tips, ear candles, flat earth, hollow earth, ice curved walls, ropes, ice walls, vanilla wafers, vanilla wafers, and fish-eyed lenses. There you have it, folks. Flat earth debunked. All right, what do you got for us this week? Okay, so this is the what would you do or what if questions. Okay. So are you going to answer them too? Actually, one of them, or yeah, I, I can ask. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear Heather's insight. So this first one is very appropriate. It says, what would be your strategy for a zombie apocalypse? Hmm. I know what yours would be. I'm, I'm all ready for yeah, it. Yeah, you're armed. Yeah. But wait, can you can bullets kill a zombie? You gotta shoot them in the head. Oh, no. okay. It's headshots. Yeah, yeah. It depends like, on the movie, doesn't head. it? You gotta sever yeah. their yeah. brain stem. Because, I mean, if you shoot them all up in the body, they can still kind of... Move. Move. But you so wanna... what would I do for a zombie apocalypse? Go to Bill's house. <laughs> To yeah, do the chest, one to the head. You go to Bill's house. Yeah, I go to Bill's house. <laughs> Where all Bill could charge admission. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the nearly the firepower that Bill has. I have enough firepower for a baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, let's see the next one. If you could be the CEO of any company, what company would you choose? Besides your own. Besides tie-dye? Yeah, <laughs> for Matt, yeah. Hmm. CEO of any company, what would you do, Heather? Hmm. Heather would do Disney. I don't know. That would be fun, but that would be, like, so much responsibility. Well, it's the CEO. Generally, that comes with responsibility. I know. The CEO isn't the general. But, I mean, that's a huge company I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, Probably some zoo. Yeah. AZA, I maybe. I don't think they have a CEO. Um, Better shed aquarium or... The new aquarium in St. Louis. I personally, I would want to be the CEO of something visionary. I would have to honestly say something like Disney, um, Apple. Apple would be a good one. They're visionary. Um, Google, maybe. I don't know. I think Google's a lot less visionary these days. I would have to go Apple. Honestly, man, that's hard. I'd probably go Apple over Disney. Apple. I mean, they both have changed the world legitimately, and they continue to change the world. 
but I feel like Apple is on, screw that, SpaceX. Yeah. Okay. I'd want to work there with Elon. We're going to talk about changing the world. Right. It's pretty interesting how they get those rockets to He just built land. a spaceship to get 100 crew to Mars, to hmm. colonize, col- let's say colonate, to colonize. colonize. To colonate the cantaloupe. Yes. That's twice now that I've bumped that mic. Do you hear that? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it. All right, well, if you guys I'm didn't sure hear it, we'll find you. out. All right, what's next? Okay, so if you were reincarnated as an animal based on your personality, what animal do you think you would come back as? A rock. I'd probably come back <laughs> as a canine. A dog? Yeah. Based on your personality. Based on my personality? What's the biggest asshole animal out there? Um, an anteater? A turd, turd-flinging monkey? <laughs> <laughs> a baboon? Yeah. That'd be me. <laughs> What about you? I don't know. I'd come... I don't know. I'd, I'd... Based on your personality, you remind me of my pug, Layla. No. You're very timid, but very smart. A little stubborn. I don't know if pugs are that <laughs> You sneeze smart. a lot. <laughs> what? I don't sneeze a lot. I only sneeze a lot when I'm sick. I sneeze a lot. I don't know. What would you come back as, if not a pug? Probably something that's very paranoid. That's paranoid. <laughs> my pug. <laughs> no. Jesus, if you look at my dog, if you look at Layla, she starts shaking. Probably a mouse or something. I was going to say, maybe like a gerbil or a... uh... (laughs) Something very paranoid. I don't know. Name a paranoid animal. A mouse. My dog. All right. What's the next one? Okay, the last one. um, This one's kind of funny. If someone offered you $10,000 every time they punched you in the face, how many times would you want to be hit? Zero. All day, every day. <laughs> if you could earn $10,000 Yeah, punch to the face. Well, see, now, this question needs clarification. So, define who is punching me. You know, is... Uh, Are they punching you with, like, a brick? Yeah, is it a child? <laughs> no, is it I Mike would, Tyson? I would say that with their hand. I bare, guess it would so be the like average just person. Okay, so just like an average punch, or like, is this somebody that knows how to throw a punch? Is it square on in the nose? Is it a hook to the jaw? Maybe they're coming down, like, on your temple. Bring it on. I can handle some punches, man. Bill, you couldn't handle any punches. Uh, I mean, I could. I'd probably I mean, schedule a day. Maybe not all day, every my day. My nose has already beat. My nose my has nose already been broke too. so many times. It's Mine was minor. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe they'll break it. Straighten and, it out. Maybe it'll straighten it out. Or maybe it'll turn a little bit more and it'll be like a snorkel. Yeah. I can <laughs> breathe underwater. <laughs> you can just go walking through yeah, a I'd lake. I have to have an umbrella to put over my nose so I wouldn't go out in the rain and drown. It'd be a blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Not that go again. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that'll wrap up uh, this week's uh, episode of TDI Live. That so, was a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, that was a train wreck, but that's okay. Sometimes it happens. Um, you can find us on most of your major media outlets. We've got, is it still iTunes? I heard iTunes went away. I don't know. The what Apple Podcast app. Yeah. I'm going to call it iTunes. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can go there. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. We're on Spotify. Oh, we're on Spotify. Did I say that? No, you didn't say that yet. And then where else are we, Bill? YouTube. 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 I was watching Hello, Zootopia YouTubes. the other day. I don't know what you think of that. Um, yeah, we record on Wednesdays. We release on Thursdays. And every now and then we'll drop a live feed if you want to watch us. But uh, that's all I've got. you guys have anything else you want to share with the, the people of TDI today? I don't think of anything. All right. Well, we will talk to you in a week. I'm Matt. And 
And I'm Bill. And I'm Heather. And you just listen to TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. Thank you.